In association with the Shining Wizards Network, Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast presents Rogue Day Tots. This is episode 68. We're almost there, Al. We're almost there. I am Handsome Kevin, and I am with my main man, my island boy, the puka pimp, the lover boy, Treehorn, Tropic Al. How you doing, Tropic Al, buddy? You have way too much time on your hands, uh, Steed. You have way too much. <laughs> that's, that's cute. That's real yeah. cute. Yeah. That's how graphics get drawn to people right there, Kevin. That's yeah. how they, Man, I, I thought Tropic Al was pretty good. I thought Tropic Al was hitting the mark. It caught me off guard. That's a well done. Well done. Yeah. Attaboy, attaboy. So how are you there, Puka Pimp? What's uh, what's happening this this week? The uh, the weather is kind of going sideways on us. So we've been in you know kind of a drought since the fall, and it's decided to uh, make up for it the past couple of days. So the rain, the wind, uh, lovely, lovely weather. Oh, sounds and, like a uh, weather's like the temperatures dropping around here. Like I think next Tuesday it'll be a high of sixteen. So. Glad the camper is winterized and all that kind of stuff. High of 16 for you in Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Boy, oh boy. I'm guessing uh, that maybe that heated uh, steering wheel was needed now. Yeah, you make fun of people. And you don't know the situation. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know the situations. Yeah. You don't know what's up. It, 16 it, degrees, is that's that's not a regular occurrence. It's, it's not. Like, usually you'll get maybe... Maybe like a week to two weeks where it even gets that low. Yeah. So if yeah. it's that's the high, you know, that's a that's a special that's a special time. Yeah. Yeah. It's t shirt weather in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not. <laughs> you and your your Packer fandom and stuff like that, you're gonna be bundled up and Wearing a boggin on your head and all that stuff. Nobody wears a boggin on their head, man. We're at episode 68. We've been talking about this for 68 episodes. <laughs> Boggins are not, that's not headwear, man. We still know this. This is still true. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, things are good. Uh, I did finally, uh, I am no longer the Buffalo Bills. I think the uh, Bob Euchre. I guess the profile pick for the fantasy league ended the curse. Okay. I've been to four straight championships and finished second each time. So, Oh, had a boy. Finally pulled it off, but I was starting to get concerned uh, when Najee Harris started uh, playing really well for once in his career. and Well, once this year at least. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, you know, mind blowing. Like this is the best he's ever looked. And I told the guy that I was playing against, I said, yeah, I had a Najee Harris uh, jersey in my car that I was going to put on you and then set it on fire you know if this would happen <laughs> <laughs> you can't be that doing that nonsense. yeah i know yeah oh, can't be that's not good man that's not good it worked out i, I paid a king's ransom for cd lamb and it worked out for me there you go yeah everything's coming up everything's coming up tropical right <laughs> in the minnesota league i drafted me Chubb. You didn't want to do that this year. Who no, knew? No, you did. You didn't. Uh, you didn't make your way. Uh, the, the, no. that's, that's that's for sure. I didn't finish last. That's the only thing I'm. Go- I got going for me. Yeah, I got I got some bones to pick with uh, 
certain member of our league finally showing up to play one week than knocking me out of the championship game, which I would have won. You know, there's simple things like that, simple stuff. That bothers me, man. That makes me, I got, yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Okay. Just thinking about that makes me want to get into it. We got to. We got to kick people off the lawn, man. We got to ask people, as old Jay would say, for uh, them to leave our grass. Got to exercise the demons. Al, lawn, who's off of it? Well, the the AI illustrators are back. And I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook or people. People in my feed, that's all I'm seeing. My mother's included in this group. But they're doing wait, these wait, things. you're kicking Mother yeah. Al off the lawn? Well, any of these people that use these uh, AI bots to do these illustrations and okay. different scenarios. Oh, AI, I'll draw you this. I was like, you realize this is taking biometric data of you, right? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's things that uh, this is collecting data for facial recognition stuff that's beyond your thoughts here. You just think this is a fun picture. Stop it. Right. Stop it. People are out there manufacturing lightning. Yeah. Stop, stop it with your AI photos. But the, um, uh, yeah, that that's one of those things because there's a lot of people that I know. Uh, I've sent you the pictures, like the filters. Yeah. The filter pictures. Well, now they're posting some of these is there. And it's like, this is not the same person. Like it's got some of your facial features, but it's drawn. It's like one of the drawings that I do. Yeah. But, you know, just for funsies and stuff. But, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Um, there was a, uh, so we went out at the birthday and we went out with the fam to eat a Mexican joint here in town. The wait was like an hour long. So I go to the side door just to call because Cassie and I and Owen were there first. And there's a little side door there. Well, I'm talking to her. Well, Owen's wanting to follow me. And it's a toddler and, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff, big crowd, like an hour-long wait, like this place, the front is packed. And so I try to stop at the door. Well, this kid's trying to go through the door and just shoves me in the lower back. Wait, 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 wait. And, wait. Are you telling me both Mother Day and and the boy are getting kicked off the lawn. No, 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 not, not okay, my okay. kid. Not no, no, kid. no, oh, not okay. Owen. No, okay. Owen was coming to me, so I was standing at this side door at this uh, Rosie's Mexican Cantina, which is a, it's kind of a Tex-Mex place here in Huntsville. A lot of people like it. It's very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. You know, gotcha. it's, it's not my, my favorite, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but that's why we were going. It'd be pretty quick to get your food once you get seated and all this stuff. But this kid that was just there, like, eight, nine years old, just shoves me in the back and I bump into somebody and, uh, I didn't use kind words toward him. <laughs> and his father looked at me and it's just a, I wish you would say something right now. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> We're already at the door. Let's step outside. Right. Here. I'm feeling it. Yeah, that was uh that was the uh the same day we go to Bridge Street, uh went and saw the Iron Claw movie and uh there was a lady that was waiting for a front row parking spot. She was, you know, driving around like scoping the area. 
cut people off and all this different stuff. But it was scoping that front parking spot, and there was one in the front, and she sits there and uh, proceeds to lay on the horn of this car like, because it's not going fast enough for her, and she wants that parking spot. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's number three on the list there. Oh, we're going deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get a couple more. Uh, just a couple more. The Bills fans at Baumhauer's. So the other Sunday, uh, I guess the 31st, we went to Baumhauer's, uh local spot. Uh, I think Bob Baumhauer played for the Dolphins back in the day uh, under Shula and all those guys. And um, he has a restaurant here. It's a Wings place. Okay. It used to be called Wings, and he got like some trademark and French type stuff. Got sued. Well, he, he changed it to Baumhauer. It's a pretty good little joint to eat at. But we didn't take into account Cassie wanted to clean up her diet for the New Year, so she said, hey, it's the 31st. I really want some Baumhauer's cheese fries. Nice. Sounds good. So we go for lunch. Get there. It's like a 30-minute wait. I'm like, it's going to be at least an hour because I know people are here. They've got all the football games on, like the TVs all over the place. You know, right, right. I know that. We get seated, and it's toward the back of the restaurant, and there's this table of probably, say, 30 to 40 Buffalo Bills fans. They're watching the game. And it's like they're at the stadium, Kevin. Just screaming at the TV. I'm like, you know, it's one thing like if you cheer, you clap, do stuff like that, but you guys are like screaming the whole time at the TV. This is a restaurant, man. Settle down. They had the game on outside, and it wasn't cold that day. Outside, go yell. Yeah. I've been guilty of that one. But, I mean, it's one of those things that there's 40 of them yeah. together. It makes it a little tougher. In Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> Not Buffalo, New York. Like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But it was, I was just, ah. You guys got to calm down. Like, it's okay. Like, cheer for your team. You know, enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Of course. You're screaming and obscenities. And I'm like, man, there's kids in here. Right. That's, That's the, yeah, management's got to step in at that point. Yeah. I think one guy was like, hey, you got to calm down. Like, the one individual. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this manager uh, makes me look like a small man. He's probably about 6'5, uh, built like Titus O'Neill kind of thing. Like, oh, jeez. You, know, you wouldn't. So yes, when, he, sir. Yes, when sir. yeah, when he when he tells you to put your inside voice on before he puts you outside, you listen. Yeah, because yeah. he can bounce you. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's the right guy for the job. Um, I was going to say uh, Arthur Blank. I was going to be off the lawn, but he's off the Falcons' lawn. So, or Arthur Smith, not Arthur. Blank. I was going to say well, yeah. the team didn't change hands. No, well, Arthur Smith was going to be off the lawn, but he got fired anyway. So good riddance. Okay. Get bum. But the uh, the last one, and it was just it was tied to football. I got to watch a lot of football the past couple of weeks. The Panthers owner, when he threw the drink on the Jags fan. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Like he was in the luxury box, and uh, they were getting their eyeballs beat out. And he just seems like a real, real huge. Real piece of work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was just, yeah, David Tepper. Panthers owner, yeah, you can get off the lawn. So that's uh, the the people using AI. 
uh, that kid at Rosie's, the lady at Bridge Street, Bills fans at Baumhauer's. Not all Bills fans. I know some great Bills fans. I love them. Uh, and then the Panthers owner. You know, that's a that's a healthy list, right? You know, that's a that's something to get a little salty about here and there. That is, uh, yeah, that's healthy, man. That's that's healthy. I get so. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I've I've been uh, changing careers here, so I've I've just been in the books here the last couple weeks. Not a lot of opportunity for me to get out there and and interact with those that do need to get kicked off the lawn. Now, today, today, Al was the first day I was able to go out and check out a Target. Right, I stepped foot in a Target today for the first time in a while. Just because I said I've been been really hounding the books, man. My head's been in the books, so. I went there. They had nothing. They had Ridge Holland and they had the Luminaries Chris Jericho. Those were the only two figs that they had there wrestling related. So it was a little bit disappointing. I was hoping to see some of those legends. The uh, I go to leave. And I, we've talked about this before. It just drives me nuts. So, you know, Target, when you leave, they have the push doors. And they have the auto doors. Right. right. Push doors up here, I don't know, for whatever reason, the push doors are usually locked. They usually just, all traffic goes through the, the auto doors. And I'm walking behind this gentleman, and you don't, like, when you're walking towards the doors, you don't fly around somebody, right? It's just not, you just walk, right? You just walk behind him. This guy was walking so slow because he was on his phone. It was, it was like, it was so aggravating. In my head, I'm going, it's only going to be an extra, you know, 20 seconds, right? But it's just the fact that, like, walk a normal pace, and you achieve that by putting your phone down while you're walking. And this wasn't, this wasn't a young guy. This was an older gentleman who probably walked slow to begin with. And then you add the phone walk to it, and he's, he's moving at a snail pace, but I'm not going to run past the guy. I wouldn't even be running past the guy, but just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, my head, like just blown by him seems wrong, right? You can wait behind him and, and, and go out, but there is slow. social etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Social yeah. etiquette. That'd be the way to go. So we, we get out the, the front door of the target and he takes a step to the right, which is perfect for me because my car is on the left. So I just walk past him, right? Go to my car. I get in my car, I'm getting situated, get my phone plugged in and all that kind of jazz. And I go to back out and guess who's walking behind me, Al? <laughs> the speed bump. That's what it sounds like. A speed bump. So, so this, this this guy, who as he walked out, took a right to go to his car, was actually parked in front of my car, which was on the left-hand side of the store. I could not stop laughing, and I'm sure he thought I was psychotic because he walked past my car, and then he walked around, like, the passenger side. So I thought, boy, I wonder, you know, does he need something? Like, what, what is he doing here? His car was on the right. And as he walks by my car, he opens up the car door of the car parked directly in front of me, and it's his car, and I'm losing it laughing. And he just kind of gave me those look like, huh. You must have saw, heard something funny in there. <laughs> like, oh. It was a definite look, but it wasn't like a something wrong with you look. It was just more of a, oh, you must have, you must have heard something funny in there. I just, but just put like, just put your phone down. Just, 
put your phone down a little bit. Uh, this is one that I forgot to mention last week, Al, and I'm going to mention it to you this week. I am a big Dak Prescott fan. I love love the way he plays football. Really enjoy what he does out there. Uh, he's he's a he's a gutsy player. He, he's a he's a he's a strong player. He's He's got he's got some arm talent. I liked him. I think it more stems from Ole Miss. Like I loved him when he played for Ole Miss. Mississippi State. That's what I meant. Sorry, Mississippi State. Yeah, don't blaspheme him that way. Yeah, no, that was that was my bad. Yeah, Mississippi State. Uh, really liked what he did there. Uh, really enjoyed his work. I I thought he was going to be a higher draft pick than he was, but I got to kick him off the lawn, Al. And do you know why? Why is that? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Every F and play, it drives me nuts. I can't, I can't, I can't do it, man. Every play. Yeah. Here we go. Shut it. Just shut it. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I have such a heart. So I will, I got the ticket, right? So I'm clicking around watching games and stuff like that. I will not go to the Dallas game. And I actually enjoy watching Dallas Cowboys football. They're a fascinating team to watch offensively and defensively. I enjoy watching their games, but if there's multiple games on, I will audio to another game because I can't stand hearing. "Uh, Here we go. It's almost as bad as let's go. Like it's, they're all, they're akin to each other. I think a little bit and it, it drives me. Absolutely. What about Peyton Manning's old Omaha? That, and you get to the line and he just kept saying Omaha over and over again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was only, it wasn't every, it wasn't that one game. It was seemingly every snap that they took, but it wasn't every snap of every game. Not every snap of every, there was one game. I forget. I, I, there was a big, they, they, there was a lot of national coverage about the Omaha situation after that game, and I, I think he said something like, you know, 58 Omahas in a game, which was, that's a lot of Omahas. Yeah. But it wasn't every single snap of, yeah, here we go. It drives me nuts. Patrick Mahomes saying that, but it sounds like Kermit the Frog. Well, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes get off my lawn, anyways. I think he's a he's a jackass, but um, the, the whole the whole family's a jackass family. Go ahead, look into it. He's a jackass. They're all jackasses. Um, so I got Dak's got to get off the lawn. He's gone. Uh, I'm not a fan of Troy Aikman. I think Troy Aikman is one of the worst commentators in football. He can get off the lawn. Chris Collinsworth. Is an is a bonehead. I don't like his commentary, but what I like even less is his son. His son can go away. He's he serves no purpose being on the Sunday night football broadcast whatsoever. None. I have no idea what he does. He does his pick. He stands next to Rodney Harrison. He doesn't need to. There's no reason for him to be there. That's uh, that's a little nepotiz at its finest, my man. I I can't stand. His son, and he's he's bad too. He is he is not a good commentator. You know, funny as it is, I actually like Joe Buck. Not a lot of people like Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck a lot. Aikman, go away. Collinsworth, go away. Talking on your cell phone. You're not talking on your cell phone. Playing on your cell phone while you're walking. Stop it. Just go to where you need to go. When you sit down, when you relax, whatever. Just then take your phone. I'll do what you ever need to do. 
I'm trying to think. There was something else that's, that was bothering me, and I can't remember it now. Hmm. You uh, specifically told me the uh, rigmarole of this match. Oh. oh, yeah. I think that's what I was going to lead with because I was talking about the little change of career. Uh, so, uh, changing my career, uh, and I have to obtain a, a state license for it, which is fine. Uh, course work and all that kind of stuff, take a test, everything's good. So, everywhere in this course, right, from this institution says, go through your 40. Once you've completed your 40, you go on, you take your state exam, you get your license. So, I did more than my 40, right? Because I've I've been studying like a madman, man, 10, 12 hours a day. Like, my heads have been in the books. So, I get ready. I, I, I get everything set up for my state proctored exam. I can do it online. I... It's uh, 11.30 on a Saturday, so about 10 after 11, I, I go up into the room. I get everything set up. Uh, my proctor shows up. My proctor then asked me for an educate. It was a some type of education certification document. It's the first time I've heard of it. I hadn't heard of it prior to this. The proctor from the state asked me for this, this certificate, which I had never heard of before. So I told him, I said, I, this is the first time hearing of it. Uh, you know, this is where I, this is where I did my coursework and they, obviously I couldn't take that because I didn't have this, this certificate pretty upset because I was ready to take down that exam, right? I was ready for the exam and that morning I was rolling, right? I was ready. You get in that mindset of like, yep, I'm going to crush this. That's where my mindset was. It was, it's like when you're. You know, when you're getting ready to in school, right? You're going to play a big game, right? Football or whatever sport it is. And you get all jazzed up and everybody's ready to rock and roll. And you get on the bus and the bus doesn't start. That's what it felt like. The bus didn't start. It, it, it bothered me something fierce. So then I get on, I get on the the website from the institution that I, I did my coursework looking for answers because I haven't seen anything that tells me you need the certificate. Nowhere. Not the beginning of the any of the courses that says you need the certificate. Not any, like, nowhere. I hit the search tab in the course, writing in the certificate that I was looking for. It says nothing. So Monday morning, because, you know, I called them on Saturday, but they're, they're not open Saturday. I don't hold out them against them, right? You need your weekends. I get it. Monday morning, I call him up. The lady was not very friendly either. And I said, hey, I'm looking to obtain the certificate because I tried to take my state exam. They told me I couldn't take my state exam unless I had the certificate. I've done my coursework. It's all done. Where do I get the certificate? So she has me hop on, log in. And she goes, you see where it says proctored exam there? I said, yes, I see where it says proctored exam. I'm taking my proctored exam to get my license through the state. And she goes, well, no, no, that's our proctored exam. How come you didn't tell me you had your own proctored exam? It would have been nice. Just at the beginning of each of the two courses that I took, at the very beginning, it should have said, notice, you will need to pass a proctored exam in order to get a certificate to go take another proctored exam. I feel like I'm seeing the proctologist, Al, is what's going on here, because I'm getting ramrodded. I'm getting ramrodded. So I talked to her. I said, so does does the institution, do they supply me with this proctor? And she goes, no. And I said, huh. I said, does the institution then point me in the direction of a place where I can find a proctor? 
She says, no. So how do I find a proctor? She proceeds to tell me that I supply my own proctor. Why do I even need one then? And I said, well, what do you mean? So who can be my proctor? Like, I got to supply my own. Where do I go? And she goes, well, it could be like a neighbor. What? My neighbor can be my proctor? That doesn't feel right to me. I call up my neighbor, Tim. Hey, Tim, you want to come over and have some beers and watch me take a test? That doesn't feel right. I supply my own proctor. Get off my lawn. So what ended up happening is I I got in touch with a, a former teacher of mine. She was, she was very happy to help me out in this capacity to be my proctor. This morning she came over, 8.30. She proctored the hell out of me while I tested. I passed them both. Done and done with that institution. On to the state, onto the state exam, which is, which is fine. I'm, I'm ready for the state exam. I'm tired of, you know. I want to be in office already. This is it's kind of rough not not being uh, not going to work. I get I'm a guy that goes to work. It's it's kind of hard not to be going to work right now for me. But could you let a guy know? Like could you just give me a, a heads up or at least like when you finish your coursework, right? At the very end. Now that you've done you fulfilled your hours and and all of the the units in the coursework, now you need to find a proctor for the proctor exam that we provide to allow you to go get another proctor for the proctor exam that you have to get from the state. Something. Just let a guy know, man. Just, this is vital information. How do you not make it apparent in front? Of, and it's not like I, I, I missed it, right? I, I checked. I went back and reread everything from the beginning. Nowhere does it say you need to supply your own proctor for our proctored exam. Am I, am I, I'm not wrong here. I don't think I'm, I, I don't think I am, Al. I mean, you, you, you cracked the acknowledge on me. No, so I've, uh, I've had to take an online course at the office and I know I finished it back over the summer and that was the one, the, uh, the practice exam was on the material that was covered in the coursework, which I felt highly confident in. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, so I've got to, again proctored exam but it was very clear very specific of how once you're ready to take your final test because it's online this has to be proctored by someone you provide your proctor like basically it cannot be a relative uh, but you give us their credentials like hey this is who this person is you can give your relationship to them or whatever but it's like you know their email address we will email them the code and once you have the, you receive the code from them, input it, you can take your test, your time test. Right. Very clear. Very, very clear. So, yeah, that, that's got to suck, man. <laughs> it, it was, it was the golf shoe to the nads, man. That's what it was. It was, and I'm happy that, I'm happy that I'm through it and I, I passed both exams and now I'm just waiting had to I had to have a send I had to send them a affidavit for each course, um, and now I'm just waiting to get the certificate sent to me. That's all I'm waiting for now. And then once I get the certificate, then I'll get back on the getting my uh, my state exam done. But 
I just suggest a turnaround time for this. Yeah, I think it was three days. Okay. I think it was three days. Well, the thing that sucks too is that I I paid the state already for yeah. that time slot for my state proctor exam that I could not take. I can't get that back, and I understand that I can't get it back. But that's not a that's not my that's not on me. That's not an on me thing. That's on the institution thing. That that part irritates me a little bit. Like I, and I get it. I'm never seeing that money again, and that's 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 fine. That's the way it is. But I do think I I get to be a little disgruntled about that. Like, yeah, a little salty is definitely. It's it's one of those that you have to have this to begin your new career, and it's essentially taking money from you. Yeah. By you know this whole rigmarole. Yeah. Of sorts. Yeah, it was uh, it was a real rigmarole, man. But I'm I'm happy to be done with that that part of it and onto the onto the the damn state exam. But I can't, I just can't fathom. Like you tell people this is imp- when it's important information, it should be right front and center. You should be reminded, right? And there's nowhere nowhere in there did it say anything regarding it. It was. I even talked to the the gentleman that's going to be my new boss, and he says, "Yeah, I've never heard any of this." So perfect. I was hoping that way. I know at least it's not just me. But that was what I was worried about. I was worried it was me. That's why I went back and read through like the beginning chapters of each unit just to see if there's anything there. Because if it's me, that's on me. That's my bad, right? I I can't I can't kick them off the lawn if if I screw up. I understand that. It wasn't me. It was them. It was them. Get them off the lawn. Yeah, that's uh, that sucks. Well, and the like. The funny thing is, too, is when I when I asked this lady uh, at the institution when I called her on Monday, I said, "You know, let me know here. What? Uh, let me know. Shouldn't it be somewhere?" She even told me they get a lot of calls regarding that. If you get a lot of calls, Al, I'm I'm not a I don't write online programs or anything like that. But I gotta believe it's pretty easy. To put a page in at the beginning and or end end of a unit that says, "Reminder: You'll have to have a, you'll have to take the proctored exam, which you provide your own proctor to when you're finished up here." That can't be or, tough to insert. Or if that's too hard, you put it in the. I'm sure you got an email like welcoming you to the course and stuff like that. You sure put did. it in there. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy stuff, man. Jeez, so. With that, I mean, I guess we kicking Mother Day off the lawn, kicking. Well, there's a lot of people, but she was just one of them. I'm like, come <laughs> on, <laughs> stop it! I just, I just think it's funny singling out Mother Day, getting her off the lawn. Uh, <laughs> we got pushy kids, parents. Keep your eyes on your kids. This, this, this type of stuff is no good. We got, we got people that. What was the place called? Bow hammers. <laughs> Bomb hammers. Bomb hammers. There it is. Bomb howers, not bomb hammers. Boom, boom, boom howers. We got people boom that boom howers, boom yeah. howers needs to be kicked off the lawn. Those blasted Bills fans that you know want to scream and yeah, wear around children. Come on now. Yeah, unacceptable. You had one other one. I'm blanking on now. That was the uh, Panthers owner? Oh yeah, yeah. 
get right off the lawn. Yeah, Tony Khan's back on Twitter. He can he can put his he needs to put his phone down, take a smoke yeah. break. Tony, I think Tony Khan is never going to be welcome back on my lawn. Uh, so yeah, he's he was back at it today. I can't I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it with that man. Uh, not letting people know. They all get off my lawn. Put your phone down when you're walking. It's like I said, was it like, it had to be, what, four or five, eight episodes ago? Like Cave said, put your phone down and look where you're walking, dipshit. That's all I need you to do. That's all I need you to do. I forget the rest of them. I'm getting, I, I mentioned Tony Khan on Twitter yeah. and I got all fired up again. We, we gotta, we gotta move, we gotta move past, man. We gotta keep, we gotta keep on moving. We gotta keep rolling. Cause we got a mission. We've been, we've been on this mission. We've been doing LJMs. We did them all with Hasbro's. We did some WCW Galoobs. Now we're up to Jack's, man. And the mission, that's brought to our, you know, by our good friends over at J&J Figures. That's J-A-N-D-J Figures. Wherever you go, just look them up. J&J Figures. Hop in there, whatnot, man. That's where I like to be. I like to be smooth up in there, whatnot. That's where you get the good... The good deals, man. You get the the things that you you forgot existed. That the things that you didn't even know you need. Then you see it, and boom, you need it right now. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Always ships. I mean, unless otherwise noted. Next day, their website always has some good deals on it. Again, website's the same way, man. Some things that you didn't you you forgot they made. You might you might start a brand new collection, collecting a brand new line just by thumbing through. Their website because they got so much on there. It's they're good guys. Buy with confidence. They're collectors first. They know how to ship things. They ship quickly. I can't say enough good things about our, our friends over at J and J Figures. Man, they're they're the best. They're just the tops, man. And they bring this next segment to you that we call the mission. Al, you captain the ship. Where have we been? Where are we going? So last time we. Uh... We were on this mission. We covered the Too Tough Series 2 two-packs and ended up with a 84.5 average score on these. Well, tonight we're going to jump into uh, another line that we've seen before because it's Series 2, obviously, but this is our lowest-graded line of all time. and It's the Ringside Collection Series, but this is Series 2 the Jacks BCAs. Last time on the Ringside Collection series, it was kind of a short run, but that was the one with, uh, I believe that was Hooker Mugshot Sonny. Yeah. It made an imprint on our lives there. That's, you can't unsee it. But, no. Uh, and that will do series two. And we'll start with the third greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. That's real cute there, Tropical. And it's the uh, the honky tonk man, you know. Of uh, it's one of these that one of these things doesn't belong here. I almost get that vibe with honky tonk man in this series. I know he's doing more, you know, sideline work and things like that as a manager. But I would think more as a manager line and not a ringside. Even though they had Sable and Sonny, I just think that I don't think of him as a manager first. Yeah, neither do I. So, but uh, we've got the Honky Tonk Man. He is in the blue jumpsuit. Gotta love that. Uh, with the uh, accessory guitar, 
Of course, they've got the mirrored finish stance. I do like uh, on the jumpsuit that they've got the little details like for the sequins, but they've also got the small music notes. Yeah. They went through the, the trouble of painting those you know little fine details. You look, he's got the silver medallion necklace on. This face is just like he is. Uh, he, he looks kind of portly because these chins going on. Like I, I never thought of Honky Tonk Man with this many chins, but it's a, it's not a great look, you know, to me on the figure. It's an accurate look though for the time, man. You go back to when he's when he was trying to court uh, his his. Uh, his next man there for that time period. There, there he had some chins. He was a chin man. Yeah. Well, he's got uh, brown boots on here. Now these are not necessarily in the BCA vein, although Honky Tonk appears that he might have a BCA joints to him, the way his arms are positioned and things. But the hand, uh, he's got his right hand where you could, you know, fake strumming or have it up. You know, kind of like you're holding a pick between the middle finger and thumb, but one finger up, and then the open hand on the left to hold the neck of the guitar. If you could bend it that far, that is turned <laughs> downward. That's the that's one of the things that I'm like. Well, you know, I guess it's for posing. You just strap the guitar on him because that's what the back of the card shows. That. Uh, you just strap this guitar on him and pose the hand up like he's Elvis or something, you know. Right. That was the, that was the gimmick anyway. So. But uh, what do you? What are your initial thoughts on Mister Ferris here? There are some things that I really don't like, but there's some things I really love. Uh, I'm going to start out with. That's a thick face. That's a. And I know that I said it was accurate for the time because he was a little bit thicker during this time period. Uh, it is that is overly thick, maybe maybe a little bit too much, but I'm not mad at it. I love the hair. The hair looks great. The burns look great. I don't think the face is a bad representation of Honky. They they really went out of their way to make that that giant extra chin though. That's yeah, that's some extra mold there. Uh, the detail, the detail on the suit is fantastic. Uh, even on the back, I believe the back of, I'm pretty sure the back of this says Honky Tonk Man, yeah. um, which is, it's that's fantastic. Like I said, just the sequence in it, the, the small uh, music notes throughout, that's awesome. Now, this is, this is where I'm going to get nitpicky. Yeah, I'm going to get upset. You see the guitar. Yep. You see that there's six nuts on that guitar, right? You see that there's three strings on that guitar? I mean, he plays it hard. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's known to break a string or two. You never broke a string? Oh, wait, you play bass. That's You don't even know what we're talking about. That's, uh, oh, I broke plenty of bass, bass per strings, my man. Yeah. Uh, that, was a, that was a terrifying proposition to those of you that are not musically inclined. Like a, a good bass string breaking is a... You can get away from you real quick. Oh yeah, that's uh. Hey man, I I, I slapped. I I was a slapper, so I, I went through some bass strings. That that part of it drives me nuts. I know it's it shouldn't. It's such a minor minor detail on an accessory. 
but six nuts and three strings, that's not a that's not a musical instrument that I'm aware of. Yeah, you went out of your way to paint those in and you did it wrong. Yeah. A- like I would have even been fine if they went no strings. Yeah. I would have been fine with that. I, I would have been fine if they would have went three nuts and three strings. But they went six nuts and three strings. It, it just, it drives me nuts. <laughs> all in all, though, I don't, I don't dislike this fig. I wish it was, I wish it was more akin to an actual Jack's BCA and not the man, like not the man or the ringside series. You know, I wish it was closer to that Jack's BCA. I wish you could. Because this, we can we can agree, this is not an actual like fig that you would have throwing down in your in your fig fed. That's not what this is. So, but I can't hold that against it. It's a ringside series fig. Well, the face, and this is the thing that the face is too big. Like he has a little bit more slint, like narrow face shape. His head. I wish that it came to the point with the uh, chops. Because he had them brought down to that kind yeah, edge point. That's true. Yeah. Um, but you got like the double chin uh, coming later in this series on one of the figures, and I pointed out that it was like it looks great. You didn't overdo it on this guy. Like right. you done the same for Honky Tonk Man. But God, uh, the hair looks great too, though. Yeah, the hair is. I mean, it's it's spot on. It's quaffed in that Elvis style and everything. Right. It's just that face is really like the, and you've got some features of Honky Tonk Man, but the the cartoon nature of it, the painting is, mm-hmm. it's not their best. You think they were working without reference material, and the guy just said, "Hey, just make him look like old Elvis." That's possible. It looks like old Elvis. I which mean, what Honky, you know, kind of looked like. This at the bottom is looks more like from his wrestling days promo photo. The, the promo I was going to say that yeah. too. The promo pic looks like a younger version of Honky. Yeah, for sure. That looks uh, like what they're going to start covering on the Year of Duke and Rogue podcast on the next episode. That's yes. you know, that era, Honky Tonk Man. Great era, great era. I know, grade but, grade wise though, Al, what do you like? What do you see? There's there's a lot to like in this fig. That's the problem. There's a lot to like. I wish. And I don't recall what boots he wore, but with the Elvis gimmick and the blue jumpsuit, I wish you wouldn't have went with brown shoes, either the white boots or blue. The the white boots would have been the way to go. Yeah. You know, just to give me that little extra. Uh, the detail, you have spared no expense because those are raised, like the, yeah. the little dots there, the sequin dots. That's raised on there, so you, you didn't spare expense there in the face. Kind of at a B, a flat B on this. I like yeah. the effort. There's things that could be improved. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay with the B, man. I, I really love the detail that they put into this fig. I'm not going to hold the the jacked up guitar against them. There's a lot of good things about this fig, and I think that B is probably probably a fair grade. I, the thing that's really dragging it down is just. Probably that face, you know, the face, and the brown boots. Those, those are two misses. Thin out that face a little bit. Give them the, the, the pointed burns. 
give him the white boots. I think you might really have something here. So, yeah, B's, B, I'm good with B. All right, we will uh, go to the next one. Uh, a famed uh, curmudgeon of the wrestling world to some people. Uh, the the source of wrestling knowledge to others. And somewhere in between for the rest of us. That's uh, Jim Cornette. <laughs> is, uh, is this his only WWE figure they get a classic superstar supporting? I'm pretty sure they got a classic. I, I wanted to say so. Um, Jim Cornette, he, he's in a typical Jim Cornette suit. Uh, it's a gray suit with a purple shirt. They've got a pattern on the tie and a pocket square, which I can appreciate. It looks like they went for the uh, the profile picture down at the bottom. They were trying to accomplish that on this figure. But he's got the black pants, black shoes. He comes with the tennis racket accessory and the headset. So he not only you know has a tennis racket, but you can have him at your commentator's table uh, if he could stand down, if he could sit down. If he could sit, yeah. <laughs> He's one of those that the the body types of this, you know, those legs weren't going anywhere. That's just no. it is what it is. It's you know, more statuesque. He's got the yelling face, which is accurate for corny. Uh, got the glasses, the hair. This is very much a cartoon face, like someone drew a cartoon caricature of Jim Cornette, like to me, like as far as if anything you draw from that, like being like Cornette. This is very much a, a cartoon version of him, which, you know, pros and cons there. Like, like they are getting better with the faces. I would have hate to have seen this in Ringside Series 1. Yeah. But uh, this one is far better. I like the effort, the attempt, the multicolors. It's even got the sleeves kind of poking out of the jacket there, which was, you know, that's something if you wear a suit and you've got the proper sleeve length, it'll show just a, just a smidge so they they got that nailed. Uh, all in all, this I I enjoy Jim Cornette figures. I've got a couple of customs. Uh, it's just a fun time. So uh, while I look at this, and I and I and I know that you said that that face is a little bit more cartoony than you would you would maybe desire, but it's still I mean that's still a Cornette face, man. That's still spot on a Cornette face. All the details that you pointed out are all the things while I'm looking at this going, wow, they really knocked this out of the park. Like all the way down. It's in the the picture on card is I mean, outside of making a different face, that's spot on. They got the details and the, the the like everything is right. The pocket square, the tie, the like you said, the little bit of the shirt poking out of the bottom of the suit. Like they nailed this man they nailed this love the detail of the glasses like it even looks like there's lenses in the glasses i don't know if there are or not i've never had this fig but it looks like there's lenses in those glasses which is awesome uh the 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 damn tennis racket coming with it nailed it man like i this is one of the better this might be the best ringside collection fig that we've seen. And I think it's one of the better figs in general that we've seen from Jax. I, I'm kind of all over this one, man. The only thing I hate about this head, and again, it's just the sign of the times, because the glasses weren't going to be an accessory on this one because they would be so thin. 
Uh, they weren't big sunglasses that you could take on and off. Uh, it's how the glasses are molded, and you've got that mold there. Like, they paint the details on it, but it's the mold, like, it's touching the face. Gotcha. So yeah. it's, you know, kind of circled around where that's the only thing that I wish, you know, could go back and it's, hey, it's just the glasses. I understand that. Like, my custom Jason Wolf one, Jim Gornett, that's on this shelf above me. Like, it's the it's the same way, and that's just, it's the way you're dealing with it because otherwise you've got this very tiny, fragile piece of plastic, you know, glasses mold. Right. It just, it, it's nearly impossible to do. Yeah. I wish, you know, in that case, the glasses would have been removable, but that's more for a, a modern era that corny fig. Yeah, this one is this one is a lot of fun. You zoom in on that face, and it's like somebody drew it like for a cartoon, but like a Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling kind of vibe. Right, yeah, Jim Cornette on Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling kind of thing. I I like it. I I I just don't know if it's I don't know if it's a plus or if it's just a. Is it above the Paul Bearer? I think it might be. I think it might be just based based on the detail that they put into it. Now it's it's kind of a hard argument because the there's not as much detail that would go into a Paul Bear figure, just because of the you know the way that he dressed. But I, I think it is. But as far as a like a figures we've graded as a comp, you know, like that's the the cartoon caricature of you've got this guy, you know, this personality and you made it more of a cartoon style. Uh, right. That's where I draw the Paul Bear from. Like, is it you know, because that Paul Bear is phenomenal. It's it's very good. Um, you know, we talked about different things that we would have liked done a little differently on this uh, or on that Paul Bear. I don't see anything that, I mean, aside from you know, having to change the, the way you mold this. You can't find him? No, I'm, I'm just looking. He's right. He's right. The Paul Bearer Jax is right behind me. So I was kind of looking just to kind of reference going back and forth. I, I, I this corny is this, this corny I'm all over, man. I'm a, I'm in an A. Like that's okay. what Paul Bearer. And I, I think this is an A figure as well. Are you wanting to go higher than that? Everything with it makes sense. If he was able to sit down at the the commentary table, uh, that would definitely put me at the A plus. Yeah, we just didn't have but that. None of these. Well, none of them could sit down, so it's right. you can't hold that against. It. But that right. would have definitely made it, you know, an A plus for me. Uh, you know, you could talk to me though. I I can be persuaded. Well, I'm just looking at it from so. Obviously, the that bear fig was is it's fantastic. It's a great fig, and you can't really hold the fact that they have the there's less detail to put in the Paul Bear fig, right? That was the that was the character, right? Right. Now, face for face, both faces are solid, but but both have that kind of cartoon vibe. Right? Both right. of them do, and that's and that's fine. But there's more detail in this cartoon face than there is in the Paul Bear face. And then you start heading down, and you got more detail in, you got more detail in the tie, right? You got more, even down to like the, I forget what they're called, the little, the buttons on the the collar. Yeah. Like that, that's such a small detail that doesn't need to be there. It's there. 
uh, the, the the detail about having the the sleeves come out, the, the having it come with the tennis racket, man. I you want me to I, ruin it for you? You certainly can, yeah. But they didn't paint itself well. Cornette didn't wear belts, though, did he? I don't think Cornette wore belts. I think his figure has a belt buckle on it, though. Does it really? It's hard to see because it's all painted black. Right. Because I don't think Cornette, I don't ever remember seeing Cornette wearing a belt. Do you, you got any recollection? I don't remember that's, Cornette in a belt. I mean, yeah. that's the only thing that I would say is the, but it's not a, I'm not disqualifying. This is an excellent thing. This yeah. Is, I'm not yeah. out of the, uh, I wish, you know, just as a, if you wanted to tweak it, uh, I know he's got the smooth uh, tennis racket cover on there. I wish it was the fuzzy one from back in the day. Just just for funsies. I know he didn't have that. Like that's the, They did it to this profile picture. Right. Um, but the fuzzy one would have been fun for me. Yeah. I... I'm close to A-plus on this, man. I'm going to zoom in on his face and give you a couple of highlights, and I think it might take me over the top. Yeah. Uh, I need Tony to cue up the music. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to The Wizards, you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, you're just oblivious. What is he talking about? But uh, they painted the eyebrows with the correct inflection. Mm Mm-hmm. They've got the eyes detailed in there. It does look like there's glass in this. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the packaging, just the sheen is just right. But it does look, I don't know if there is or there isn't, uh, regardless of it. Like, they painted those eyes, those eyebrows, the teeth. Like, everything looks clean on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Man, this is a great fig. Is this a a hard to come across? That's uh that's where you can go to jjfigures.com. <laughs> and uh if you don't see something on there, they have a a way other than social media you can reach out to them on the website. You know, ask some questions and things like that. If they have something uh it, if you have something you're looking for, hit them up. They may be able to come across it for you. So but uh yeah, we'll give Corny and A plus. Yeah, I don't know if this is uh, a tough one or if it's fairly readily available. I'm now seeing there are, uh, eBay's got it twelve with with no accessories. So it can't be that can't be that hard. It just depends on if you want it on card or you want it loose. You want it complete. I mean, the headsets you can live with or without. The the tennis racket would be you want nice, the racket, especially since yeah. the hand is molded for the tennis racket. His right hand. I didn't go into that detail. We were just infatuated with the secret. But like, the right hand is molded so he can hold up the tennis racket, and the other one's pointing. The uh, it's a great cornet. I can I can hear that big. That's the thing. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But Man, that's uh, great. We will proceed uh, to the next one on our list tonight as we uh, tear through these ringside 
Collection Series 2 of the Jack PCA line. And, uh, or, yeah, the Ringside Collection Series 2. We'll go to a good old JR. Now, there are two versions of JR. We're going to look at the Warzone one. Apparently, there's one that says War Tony on the jacket for some reason. I'm not sure what that is. Any listeners that hear this and want to crack the egg of knowledge on us, by all means, reach out to us at TopPod on Twitter. You know, Let us know what you know, and we'll be glad to share it and give you the, the credit for it. But we look at JR. And this one, he's got kind of the caricature face a little bit of JR. Um, this is where I was talking about the chins. Like, you could have done Honky a favor and made it more like this than like a clear wave in the middle of those chins. That's what right. they did in Honky Tonk Man. Like, JR, JR is a bigger fella, but I think they, you know, pulled that head shape off nicely. He looks like Ricky Smith from, if you've seen the movie, uh, Better Off Dead. Gosh, it's been a long time. John Cusack movie. It's my brother's favorite movie. Uh, shout out to Philly. We watched it over Christmas, and Ricky Smith is the nerdy neighbor next door. Okay. Um, just, it's an 80s movie. It's it's classic. Gotta learn how to ski the gay 12 lane. You know, that's... But, uh, J.R., he comes with the Warzone uh, looks like Letterman's jacket. They had those at the time with the uh, black chest, red sleeves. It says Warzone on the left lapel. Uh, his right arm is up and holding the microphone up like he is you know, commentating or cutting an interview there. And that's one of the things that uh, I don't think this microphone comes out of his hand. It's kind of a drawback for me because if you've got the headset on JR, you don't need both microphones. Does it really not come out of his hand? I don't believe so. I think this is one like Vince that it's molded in there. That's a that's a permanent fixture. Wow, I didn't realize that. I believe so. Could be wrong. Again, you you are welcome to correct us on this. But he comes with the black cowboy hat. He's got the the black slacks on. You can see the white dress shirt underneath um it's you know they're trying to capture good old jr this time and the left hand is kind of open where you, if you hold it up you're you know trying to pump up the crowd a little bit there you know but it's kind of an open hand so you can do a lot of different things with it um well i say a lot of things different with it you can have it sitting there down beside it or raise it up <laughs> one yeah uh, these are not highly mobile these are more display pieces they were going to be outside the ring they might take a bump occasionally but in your uh, classic big beds you weren't just tearing it up you know with these guys jr's face i don't know something about it man it's just i'm not all there and like i know they went for a lot of details he's got like the dimpled like the butt chin uh, again, the stock your build. I just the details you put into Corny's face and got him right, and it looks like he has no teeth. That's a oh, I missed that. You're right. That's the thing that's that's getting me the most is that you know you granted Corny's yelling, but you could have put like a little line, like a little flash of white there or something. Yeah, there's 
So I'm looking at this fig, and I just I just sent you a link to uh, this fig off of that I saw on eBay that has the microphone not in its hand, and I don't I can't tell if they've. It just looks like they pulled the the mic out. Does it not? It does. It looks like that's molded because the underneath paint. It looks like this figure's face is red. Yeah, and that inside the hand is painted red. So I would say that the microphone is removed. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I came across that on, I said, as soon as you said that, I could have swore I remembered that being removed, but I, I couldn't know for sure. And I figured that you would know, you know, you, you've delved in the, the, the fig modding and such. So I figured you would, you would be able to tell for sure. Yeah. It was just a, uh, these, uh, again, wrestling figure database. You can look at these pictures on card with us. That's what we're using to grade them. But, uh, Feel free to look them up at your leisure as well. You know, there's loose ones and there's things. And again, by all means, if we miss something, point it out to us, direct us, whatever you got to do. Yeah, Manny will do it, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Manny has no objections to correcting us. (laughs) So I see what you're saying with the face. I still believe it's a it's a decent it's a decent JR face. It's not all the way there. It's better than the AEW face. Can we say that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That JR is just, I'm like, what are you doing? I, Not a fan. I don't love that he's wearing that Letterman's jacket, but it makes sense. That War Zone on the front, Raw's War on the back. Uh, what I do love about this fig is that they made him able to sit down at the commentary test or test, the t- commentary desk. Yeah, that with that lower half, his legs being able to move and fold in, in such a way that he could sit down at a table. That's a pretty cool feature. They should have done it with the corny figure as well. The hat accessory is fine. I would like to see how the hat sits on with the headset because that's how I remember Jr. Like hat and headset, right? I'm not. I'm not completely sold on this fig, but I'm not against it, man. Uh, I say, I don't mind the face. The body looks right. I love that he can sit down at the commentary desk. The cowboy hat that comes with it is probably just an old, it's probably a disregarded uh, new blackjacks hat, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, they made a bunch of them. It's like, huh, these aren't selling. <laughs> yeah, these these aren't moving. Uh, not, not, not down on this figure. Certainly not as high as, as the corny figure. Grading it, I think. The face isn't all there. You're right. The face isn't all there, but it, there's enough of it there for me. Uh, I'd probably be... God, that microphone looks great, too, with the Raw's War around it. High side, I'm probably B+. plus. Low side, I'm probably B-, minus. to be honest with you. <laughs> like that's, that's like looking at it. The more I look at it, the more I kind of go up and down with it. That's kind of where... Uh... I like the honky tonk man just a smidge better than this one, and so yeah. I was kind of landing at a B minus. But all in all, it's it's fine. I don't like that he looks toothless. That's that's my biggest knock on the face. Yes, um, and I don't know, you know, I don't have any great suggestions or anything, you know, in mind currently as to, hey, if you'd have done this, it might have worked out better for you. Like, I'm not trying to say that i do it's just one of those that he, he looks kind of toothless to me like he is he's missing his dentures yeah. so probably closer to the b 
B minus. B minus, yeah. I'm good with the B minus. Yeah. But a lot of detail, a lot of good things, accessories, you know, fit JR, and he could sit. So, yeah. That's, that's, a, lows. that's a big draw, making him be able to sit down at the commentary desk. So we will go next to the, I believe it's the commissioner. Is next. It is. Good old Sarge. Sergeant Slaughter here. In his commissioner role, he, uh, now this is the guy that you should have got the chin right on. You needed a, a <laughs> mile of chin it. sticking out. Uh, it is jutted out a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Dan Severn here. Kevin. <laughs> you showed that to me at that angle. Uh, but it, it's just the Sarge. He's wearing the suit with the, uh, I guess the white. The plain white dress shirt underneath the, the buttonless. I don't know if that's a mini turtleneck or it's not a t-shirt. You know, I don't think you'd just be rocking a white t-shirt. It does look like one, but just a, a shirt there. He's uh, got both arms through the right arm at the end of it. It's got the finger that he could point and wag that finger at you. If you're in trouble. The left arm, he's got a handful of papers. Got the red pocket square, the gray, uh, the gray dress pants to go along with the Sarge here. Uh, it's not a far cry again. Black, black dress shoes. At the bottom. It's not a far cry. I just always envision Sarge to be like a little bigger, and I need to see these more side by side. He looks slightly bigger, but I. You know, saw him as no. I'm saying as far as taller, oh, gotcha, bigger, but stockier, where they're a similar frame to all these other guys. Because Slaughter's a a decent sized human being. Yeah, Yeah. he is. Boy, I I got this one obviously in hand right now, and as I'm looking at it, there is something off, and I don't know if you can see as I hold up to the the screen here. You see the back of the head? Yeah, that ridge. Yeah, it's almost like it should have come with some type of hat accessory or something like that. It's very strange. Uh, not going to hold that against it. It's just something I, I just noticed now. Uh, body type looks right. Uh, we didn't see much scaling up on these figs, so I'm not really too too concerned about that. The face, I'm completely fine with. I, I, actually, I actually quite like the face. Uh, the, you know, the chin is there. This certainly reminds me of Commissioner Slaughter, like easy, like that's an easy sell for me, Commissioner Slaughter. I like that on the uh, the card it says uh, Commissioner with official contracts, and the do you know what's on the contracts? Because there is there is writing on these. Yeah, it is uh, the the warning for the toy. It's it's kind of an interesting, it just says, you know, warning, special care should be taken when handling toys containing metal parts, edges, or batteries, contacts, and, well, it's a little smudge there. Components should be checked out uh, for sharpness. This toy 
conforms to WWF safety regulations. That's the last line. So they actually had like put took the time to put writing on the on the papers, which is kind of yeah. cool. Like it's for the time. I'm I'm I like this fig a lot. It it certainly just it just looking at it takes me back to Commissioner Slaughter. Easy. Um, I don't know how I would improve the fig. That's that's what I'm I'm looking at. Like you would, I would, like, you, the, I would like the chin a little more defined, and the hair is a. It's kind of like you know, it's thinning, but it's like combed straight down. And he had a comb over. That's true. The way that the hair is painted, that's one that's that's a miss for me. And you know, yeah, it's not a total disqualifying offense. Like I, you could sell me as this is a Sergeant Slaughter again. This would be if they just updated Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling to the Attitude Era. That you've got, you know, a Commissioner Slaughter is you know one of the characters there. I I could vibe with it. Like I, I think you did enough. Um, it's just getting it just right. And again, looking at this on guard as opposed to looking at it in hand are, are two different things. Yeah, uh, you're right. You reminded me of that hairstyle, and and that definitely takes a couple points away. I outside of that though, man, I I'm 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 good with this fig. I don't know where. I mean, you painted the buttons on his jacket. Yeah, that's a lot of detail, man. Yeah, and even like the the pants, right? The pants, they're like they're not. How do I put it? They look like his suit pants, right? They're not just a straight pants. Yeah, right? it, it, he's almost in like a walking motion is how they're molded, which is a very cool. It's a very cool detail that. You know, we didn't see on the corny. We didn't see on uh, the JR. We didn't see on any of the other figures. They have that kind of walking kind of mold to the pants, which is, to me, it's another, it's another, uh, you know, kind of in the in the plus category. I I think, I think I'm at a minus on this. There's a lot to like. There is. I'm. I am slightly lower, but it's just a B plus. Okay. On that, uh, the certain things, like I just, I think they've captured it. Again, we're not grading against Mattel, but they've captured it previously. But the slaughter chin, better to me in Hasbro. And, you know, if you want to go straight blasphemous and say that the LJN mail-away, which is really a Hasbro mail-away, the G.I. Joe figure, you know, those chins are dead on. Slaughter chins. Yeah, uh, but I'm at a B plus. Okay. A- I I think I, I can come down to B plus. That's uh, there's a lot of valid points there. The, now the next two figs, Al. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but we've taken a peek at both of these, have we not? We have. Okay. Where, which one are you going to? We're going to Vance first. The one that looks more like Tony Garia, right? Yeah. Yeah. The exact one. Got uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon here. We gave uh, Slaughter the the B plus, and he's in the full black jumpsuit, like the black turtleneck, black jacket on top, black pants. Um, 
it looks like they've added you know a few more details the buttons the zippers like they painted on there uh, it's not just a black blob you know all the way down this figure uh, they've touched some things up that face is just not Vince. And again the ljn we felt very highly how they did that Vince figure yes so you've mastered it before this is the boss of the company you figure if there was one that they were going to get right it would be this guy but i feel like they just updated the previous ringside collection Vince. that's the way it looks there's not i'm not super pumped about this figure you're right. They just—it looks like they simply updated it, maybe a little bit, uh, just a touch more detail. But outside of that, it's to me, it looks like pretty much the same fig. Uh, I'm not. Wait, the the Vince before came with the red, right? The Roz war jacket. He kind of wore that Letterman's jacket. I will pull that up because that's a that is a question that I am uncertain of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he was wearing the like the Letterman's jacket. I think, anyways. I don't recall off the top of my head. The thing that kind of throws me a little bit for a loop is it, it's almost like he's wearing like somewhere in between a button-up and a suit coat. That kind of throws me off a little bit. I don't know. This is just not. This is not a very good fig to me. Nope, it, series one. He's in all black. Is he in all black? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, had on the. Uh, the deny this potential spam call um it had some of the red accents on the profile picture but he is it's just straight black on this gotcha yeah i don't i mean there's not really much to break down here that's 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 the the tough part like the face the face is wrong body type i'm not 100 percent against i wish they would have done the same thing with this lower half as they did the jr lower half because then they could sit in the booth like that right. would that would have helped out a little bit. Uh, just the single, the you know, the one hand c- carrying the mic, the other hand not. That doesn't do an awful lot for me. Not yeah. high on this. And he didn't come with a, a headset or anything. No. Too. So, but you did add, I guess, some touches like painting the buttons on the jacket, like some of the zipper type stuff to give it some detail, some depth. Yeah. Um, the face, it looks like they, uh, I mean, they just regurgitated the, the old figure. I looked up the score while we were discussing this here, and I was looking at the other man. He gave it a D. I, I, honestly, I think I'm right. I'm right back at a D again. That's, it's, it's tough. I might, because... I might go D plus just because of the added detail. But I don't think I go too much higher than that. Yeah, I think uh, the hair, which again, the Ringside Series One, uh, Ringside Collection, I should say, Series One, uh, on there, he didn't have the logo on the lapel of the jacket. He had the raw as war on the microphone, and it looks like the hair is slightly it's gray, almost. Okay, a very dark gray on that one. Uh, Whereas this one is the black hair painted on. For the little extras, I might go D plus, but I'm okay with D as well. Yeah, I think D plus is D plus is fair. It is. There is some, I guess, 
there's some added there when you yeah. when you throw in the fact that you know they, they that that added detail I suppose does that does matter it counts for something yeah. so I'm 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 okay with the D plus. We will uh, close tonight's mission. One of our favorites it's got a Harvey Whippleman as your profile picture again, or he's known in the back downtown Bruno, but it's the referee figure. Series two. Same exact figure as series one. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. Did they add more detail with the logo patch? That's one of the things that I gotta look up. Because to describe it for you guys, again, the Vince was very statuesque with the right arm up holding the microphone and the left arm straight down with the fist. So this uh, referee figure has the right arm crooked, and he is holding up two, and it looks like his mouth is pursed in a way that he's saying the word two to you, yeah. like it was a two. You know, Aubrey Edwards, it was a two. <laughs> he's got the uh, black and white striped shirt. He's got the WWF logo on the left lapel of the shirt. The left hand is a closed fist with a watch. That's one of the the big drawbacks we had with this figure, but black pants, black boots. I'm going to pull up the other ref figures. You give your insight to this to try to see if there's some differences. Yeah, I don't think there is any differences as I'm looking at it from the from the first one. It still seems to be the same, the same logo, the same face, the same. I mean, everything. I I like I like this fig. I don't know that I would have. I think I would have done something different with. I like the the two hand, but I think I would have liked to have been able to count the three with the referee yeah. instead of having the two hand. That would be that would be a drawback for me. Like you don't want, like just give me a fig that I can count the three with, and that's not what they did here. That's just it's always going to be two. So that's that's kind of a drawback to me. But outside of that, like that's I I like this fig. This is not. This is not horrible. This is a generic fig. I get it. Yeah. It doesn't represent absolutely anybody. I think that was one of the things we talked about before. Like you have Earl on the roster, probably the most recognized referee in the history of referees. You got to like I would have I would have loved to have seen them make this be Earl. Like that would have worked for me. But with it being what it is, I I do like that they they put out the referee figure. I don't know that they needed to put it out in series two as well as series one because I'm sure, I'm guessing there was probably still quite a few series one referees on the pegs. Like I don't think I don't think the kids were like, oh yeah, I want my I want my Steve Austin, I, I want my Mark Merrow, and I want my referee. I I don't I think don't a lot of Kings were were yelling for the referee. I, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I know a lot of our uh, big communities and things do the toy drives. So if you're the kid on Christmas, are you jump jumping for joy like that you got a referee in that? I mean, that's yay, awesome. <laughs> My brother got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I got the ref. <laughs> are, are are we reliving your past? Tell us what's happening. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like I said. I never had. Uh, I was on the way out. Okay. When Jack came along essentially. I'll say on the way out, I was not collecting as heavily post Hasbro, probably series eight. It was, it was starting to wane down a little bit. Uh, 
got into a few other things and then by the time jacks came along i got a few here and there but it was early on it wasn't until classic superstars that i kind of started getting started getting back into it a little more and intrigued and then probably in the last six seven years back into mattel it really started to huh these are these are a lot of fun again they're doing some good work here yeah did you remember we what we uh, graded the uh, the referee last time we looked at it i don't know that we were very high on it just because it was generic we had to buy us to the series. It was a C plus. I was going to say, I had, I thought we had at least a C plus and that's exactly where I think that we can be right now. I don't know why we would change it. It doesn't look like any different to me. I think you stick at C plus. I, I still think it's kind of cool to have a, a referee. You know, I don't know that I would have released it in series one and series two, but do you think that, uh, Harvey gets, uh, got any, any kickback for having his picture on that referee box there? I'm all for Harvey Whippleman getting any kickbacks he can. Okay. <laughs> as much as dude just does for the business and he cares like, genuinely about the business. I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. That was an interesting little an interesting little set. I think that the there was some definite highs. And the lows actually weren't that low. Like this is not a bad set. This ringside series two. Altogether, I, I think it's a pretty decent set. You can call it an 83.2 on this one. So it's a, a B minus, but that's a far cry above the Ringside Series 1 set. And now I lost the page, naturally. It gave a 68.25. So Yeah, so that's considerably higher. You know, essentially fifteen points. Yeah, it's it's a nice set, man. There's like I say, there is there is some some values to it, but that that cornet is that that cornet is is a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's solid. And so that was the mission again. Brought to you our sponsors over at J and J Figures. Hop on Twitter, follow them at J and J Figures. Get on their website, JJ Figures dot com their whatnot j and j figures and you know what if you hit up their whatnot you got to hit that little thing right i don't i forget what it's called al what's that called when they, they let you know when they're going live what's that oh the reminder like yeah like the show flag the show flag them over at j and j flag them nice and when he talks that about macho man you literally throw him a flag you know like a football or a yellow card or a red card old or- j starts or a finger. On. Yeah. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's just so it's okay. It just is. It's all right. No, it's not all right, Al. It's not all right. We can't, we wouldn't be good people. We wouldn't be good friends to J&J, specifically old J, if we allowed him to continue thinking that Ricky was better than Mach. There's, we, we can't, we got, we got to put it into that. Next time they're on, we'll, we'll, uh, we might have to talk him off that ledge. So, yeah. It's like I'm looking at you this time. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm looking talk, right at you. Talk to me. Uh but yeah, no, the great guys over at J and J, man, buy with confidence. They know what they're doing. They, they, you won't be disappointed. I've never been disappointed by a J and J interaction or a J and J package that has, has popped up at my doorstep, man. It's it's the they're the place to go. They're the place to go. Check them out. Now we gotta talk trophies, man. We got to talk trophies. 
you've been out there, or maybe somebody else has been out there for you. Package has been showing up. You've been obtaining packages. What uh, what do you got, man? What are you putting up on that wall? Well, it's a uh, it's one of those I've been trying to uh, unsuccessfully limit what I'm adding to the collection, and it's because the Legends line is it's it's killing me, man. They are uh, this, I believe it's series twenty one or twenty two. Anyway, it's the the one with the WCW Jimmy Hart. The Iron Sheet, the very old like, debut Hulk Hogan, yes, and then the Andre the Giant figures. Uh, they've been hitting stores. Like this was the week. I actually got them over the weekend, and it was a. I'm gonna grab Jimmy Hart. You know, be good with that. Last Friday, and I looked down, and there's that uh, Hulk Hogan three pack. Yeah. With the new head sculpt on the classic Hogan, where the bandana is like draped and he's kind of got a bite of it in his mouth. That's awesome. He's got the blue tights, the red knee pads, and the red Hulkamania shirt. It's just. So I got the three pack. <laughs> Again, trying to limit it. Uh, they had uh, Iron Sheik in the uh, debut Hogan. I think the debut Hogan may be one that hangs around the peg. That's the one I've seen the most of thus far. Okay. At the uh the local spots. But uh more more to come on that. Uh well, we will see. But I left Iron Sheik and Hogan on the pegs there at that first stop. I was like, I'm gonna get these, you know, that's a decent chunk. But this Jimmy Hart early candidate for figure of the year. That's that amazing. Hogan jacket and everything. It's just WCW early Jimmy Hart when he was Hogan, the red and yellow. Just fantastic. Go to the other target. They've got the legends there. (laughs) They've got the new Ultimate Warrior who is way too tan. Yeah, you were saying that. In the Ultimate Edition line. Like he is. He just got back from Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall Warrior being this tan, but it's from the uh, the Hogan match where him and Hogan teamed up to fight Slaughter. And he's got the American flag type details and stuff on the duster and on the jacket. The, the dusters on these Warriors are a lot of fun. The details on the face paint is exceptional. I just wish the skin tone was a little more accurate. Yeah. And lo and behold, I look down and there's Andre. Mm-hmm. But not only the Andre, because I was about to grab the regular one, but they had the chase. Yeah. So I grabbed up the chase in the red tops and red boots. And I was like, yeah, I think the this store may carry the yellow one a little more, the standard Andre a little more. Oh. I'll go ahead and grab this chase. So I grabbed, uh, it would be six figures that day. <laughs> yeah. I was going to limit myself, Kevin. I know, I man. I did poorly. Come to That's find a- out, I uh, had uh pre-ordered this Hogan three-pack. It arrived today. I got two of them. I feel like Ron Burgundy when uh, he uh, made the statement about Veronica Corningstone and he uh, were in a physical relationship on the news. And he's like, she's quite a handful. And then at the end of it, he's stacking his papers. Uh-oh. Gonna be in trouble now. 
Wait, that's uh, that's what I'm feeling. Admitting this on the air, but I did get one non-wrestling addition to the collection this week, and I showed it to you before the the record button was pressed. I can grab the thing, and it's this McFarlane collectibles, the Jalen Hurts in the uh, Kelly Green Eagles uniform. Just a lot of fun, and uh, it takes me back. Uh, I have fondness for watching those old Randall Cobb days to the Eagles. Cunningham? Oh, Cunningham, not Cobb. Randall Cobb is a, a mediocre receiver at best. You know, that's one of those hacker bums. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there. Randall Cunningham days. But going back and watching when Reggie was there and that defense and just it's a lot of fun. So that's some of my early football memories is seeing those Kelly Green uniforms. And so, I went ahead and grabbed it because Jalen is a is a heck of an athlete uh, playing some. Well, they're not playing so well right now, but no, they're not. You know, it's a he's he's a impressive quarterback. Uh, he uh, helped me win a fantasy league last year, so I'll give him shout outs there. Yeah, why not? That was so- it. I mean that's that's a pretty sweet tug, man. I I am uh, I am empty-handed this time through. Actually, wait. Did I have superstars Vader last time we spoke? I don't think so. All right, I got one. I picked up superstars Vader. I was uh, that's that's, but that's it, man. I I. Like I said, I've been. I have not been out. I have not been hunting. I have been studying. So, it's been. Uh, it was. Uh, it was just that Vader, and I'm trying to remember when I when I picked up. I don't. I don't recall off the top of my head. But it's a. It's a great looking Vader. I'm happy that I grabbed it. But that's it. I got nothing I looked, else, man. I looked over at my superstars ring that I have over to my left here, and uh, I don't remember if I mentioned I got the Asylum wrestlers line i've got buff bagwell in the ring oh nice. a little bit scaled up from the superstars but uh i uh pre-ordered the road warriors from that line and it was with intention to send it to a good friend of the show here so i sent that and he got to open them on christmas nice good times so. man well done by you well done by you i don't uh, i I got to get hunting again, but it's, it's once I, once I get through this, uh, once I get through all this licensing and all that, I'll be able to get back out there, get, see what's going on. But yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been, been, been a little bit of a dry spell, but you understand, man, right now is, uh, the focus is not on that. The focus is on other things. So there can be more of, well, this is so Kevin has a home, ladies. And gentlemen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do what Molly says. He will be living outside and it's cold in Minnesota. Well, I say they got. Uh, how are the how's the job market in in Huntsville? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a pretty bolstered job market. The the housing market is insane with the interest rates and the prices of everything. Right, but I was thinking like you know maybe uh, maybe a little addition to your maybe a little honeymoon suite off uh, off of uh, old Castle Day there. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll start you off in the camper until we build the suite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that works. Got it right outside. Yeah. <laughs> now we're on to something, man. Now we're working. Now we're cooking. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing else for me, man. That was it. Was a, it was a real, real nothing. Kind of like I say, I got uh, 
that my focus has been other places. And from time to time, that's okay. Oh, yeah. So that'll be, what do you got? Shouts, shouts, thank yous. Oh, yeah. Um, so you can find all of our shows on Twitter or X if you're that kind of person. Don't be that person. Yeah. You can find this one at Todd. You can find our main channel page at GBW Pods. You can find our sister show, the Year of Duke and Rogue podcast at Euro Pods. How happy are you to be done with DNA? I'm ecstatic, yeah. man. Yeah, for anybody that want to listen to the rap show, I was not lying. I I could not be more happy to be done with TNA. It was absolutely an extension of Dying Days WCW. That's why we took it right out of the, the listeners' hands. We picked where we were going next. We'll put it back in the listeners' hands, I think, next time. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're – Duke and I are both just absolutely pumped to be done covering TNA. We need to really refine those choices. Yeah, yeah. Listeners love to hear us break down bad years of wrestling, and I I don't know why. I mean, if you put it in their hands again, you're going to watch some AEW. Just AEW right now. Oh, you're going to be watching. Oh, <laughs> got a King Nana dancing. Is that what yeah. you know what? Yeah, about yeah, don't put it in their hands right now. Seventy-five Canadian destroyers. Get off my lawn. Now Duke will be ecstatic. You know. Oh yeah, Duke. Duke's, Duke's shorts will be in orbit. He'll be so happy. But the rest of our uh, social media, if you can find us on Facebook at Gorilla Brain Podcast, you can find us on Instagram at GBW Pods. You can find the only officially licensed merchandise from Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gorilla Brain. We've got four designs. Uh, I might be working on a little fifth one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out ways to incorporate some things, like some uh, imagery into that. But it's a, uh, uh, I feel like we've got to, we've got to press on, move forward with that, that design. Uh, friends of the show, you can uh, listen to our good buddy Ted. Ted's takes on wrestling. I updated hey. on there. It used to be formerly the Hill Truth podcast. But uh, Ted the Hillbilly Heel, uh, he is uh, giving his perspective on the world of wrestling as he sees it. Uh, you can find uh, him not on social media. You can, I believe it's Heel Truth Podcast at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with Ted. Uh, I believe he hasn't changed the email yet. He may have. Uh, I haven't caught up on the show. Apologies, Ted. It's uh, It's been a little crazy. <laughs> but, um, that's one that I've got queued up next to listen to. Uh, you can find a good friend of this show at Billy Gun Sitcom on Twitter. Just a fun follow. Our brother Manny uh, at Toys ISO on Twitter. He's a member of the CHC community, helping collectors out there. But Manny, we love you, brother. Uh, hope the new job is going to suit you yes. these days. Uh, shout out to Jay's, even though old Jay wants to get kicked off the line. And you know, I think they they try to do that. We're going to be talking to him probably in about three or four episodes again. I think we've got the next one slated for February. So, yeah. yeah, we're going to have to get his mind right. Yeah. Get it out of the gutter. We'll set him right. Uh, but uh, shout out to the, uh, I'll say the Big K Facebook group and T4L Facebook group for action figure collecting. Shout out to those guys. My main man, uh, Dan Flash underscore jerseys on Instagram. Dude is, I don't know where he finds these. And that's yeah. the thing, like, 
to see his collection because he sent me pictures of his actual collection of jerseys and i am a novice jersey collector compared to dan i don't know where he's gonna be either because he he's stationed only about 40 minutes away from me yeah so i have no idea where he's finding these goods but he's finding them he finds them i mean he just he scours and you know finds the deals and brings them to you you know because he's always very reasonably priced you know as far as jersey collectors go uh I think he's one of the best in really just in engaging and interacting with him. He's He takes a, a lot of pride in this, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Mike Spear, the creator of the CWL comic. Yeah. Uh, good friend of this show. And then the TV Toycast and Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel. That's a couple of pods we're uh, proud to be associated with, with Brian Breaker and uh, Daniel Cross on the Rumble Wheel. And I believe it's Brian. And one of the Toon brothers, I believe it's Scott, been filling in for Travis on the TV podcast. Shout out to them. My man, Jason Wolf. I got a recruit coming. Kevin, I don't think you're ready for it. It's got the uh, the trick-or-treat the Halloween Havoc with uh, Rick Flair and Missy on the tights. <laughs> nice. Like, on the tights of an action figure. Like yeah. the lube action figure recruit. I'm so excited. And then, uh, yeah, my guy. My guy, I've uh, talked to him all week, Kevin, getting to design stuff with him. Uh, party's never over with downtown Petey Brown. It's a, uh, it's just a fantastic time. You, uh, you attend yourself a Petey party, let him dance his way into your heart. He is uh, one to be revered by men, women, and children alike. I mean, the world just looks up to people like this, just. When you see generational just goodness in someone, yeah, just generational goodness, that's what you see in, in downtown Petey Brown. Just want to give him the love and the props that he deserves. Generational goodness? You sound like you had you had too many uh, Kool-Aids there at the Petey party, my man. Dance his way into your heart. Yeah. I wish he danced his way in front of a moving train. You, you, there's, we got to talk about this, man, because you, we, we got to figure this out. You, you got, it's almost unhealthy now. It's almost unhealthy. This new, and now you guys are, you guys are talking, you guys are talking buddies, you and, you and, you and Petey. Getting to do designs for the guy, man. It's going to be great. You know, it's unfortunate too, because I have such respect for you, Al. And now you're 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 associating yourself with him. I, I'll remind you, adjacent to refuse is refuse. I mean, that's what I feel about the program. So I guess adjacent to you is is that what I'm, I'm saying? Refuse is you <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable! Oh. I will think the the real heroes of this world, the real people that are that that we don't dance their way into the hearts. They 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 dance their way to they don't dance at all. All right, because it's all business. All right, you see what you did, Al? It's all business. The program. That's my main man, the monumental monster Stonehenge. You can follow him at Stonehenge PW. You got uh, Nick the Natural Nelson. Can't follow him on social media. You know why? Because he's above it. He's got no social media. He ain't got time for that. Your buddy, old Piddlin' Pete. I mean, 
Like he's got all the stuff anyway, right? Oh, that's real cute. That's real cute. Funny. You got jokes. I don't even know where I'm going next. I'm out of You were going, getting to the system. Yeah, the system and, and, and Macaulay Rose, all of them. All right. The whole damn program. Petey Brown, you son of a bitch. Uh, you want to keep up with the program, with the, with the programs doing over that? Uh, you follow uh, at Real AWF uh, and AWF TV on YouTube. I think my buddies over the Brainbuster Boys. Great show. Check them out. I want to thank, uh, I don't know, probably Coldstone Tim Boston. And if you've listened to the show enough, you know I hold two wins over Coldstone Tim Boston under Filipino rules. You can follow him at CS Tim Boston. My buddies, my brother is over at the Shining Wizards podcast. You catch us live every Monday night. That's uh, KJG. That's my main man, Tony. What do you think about calling him Rigatoni? You like that? Do you like Rigatoni? I mean, he's he's not going to like it, I'm sure. He might. Although he's uh, he's sung the Island Boys song, so you can call he, it whatever you want. Now. He once called himself Rigatoni, and I think it's something that might 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 should stick. And we, we had uh, Double T, my main man, Double T. Also, Brundon, man. Brundon on the notes, always doing fantastic things, helping us out. I uh, got a new video editing gentleman as well. I forget the name off the top of my head. That's on me. Uh, I want to thank uh, Greg Cherry. I follow him over at Greg Cherry Brand, doing a lot of good things. He's got a Rumble uh, charity event coming up where a portion of the proceeds will benefit, uh, I believe it's suicide awareness. So he's he's doing a lot of good things out there. Uh, My buddy and professional wrestling's best friend, that's Shady Natras. He has got his own podcast he's doing now called Wrestlingify. It's actually some pretty good stuff. You should check it out. Uh, Love what Shady does. He's uh, he's always been a great help to me. Al. I'm not going to forget. Don't worry. My main man, Manny. Love Manny. Hope I, I do hope that job's doing doing you right, man. I hope you I hope it's doing you well. I hope you're doing well. Uh, obviously, our sponsors over at J&J Figures can never forget them, would never forget them. I know you give me that eye like maybe I'd forget them. I'd never forget our, our sponsors at J&J Figures. Go out, follow them, hop in their wallet. I've, I've, I've sung the praises well, the entire episode. If we forget them, though, that's how we feel, old Jay, when you blaspheme. Macho Man Randy Savage that way. That's how it feels. It hurts. Accurate. It hurts. <laughs> hurts a man. Now, Al, who am I forgetting? I feel I feel like this time I might have definitely forgot somebody. Mickwalkie Tom. Oh, yeah. High five, Tom. Mickwalkie Tom. My main man. He's, he's doing the Midwest Wrestling Roundup. He's also doing the ROH Revelry podcast. Great stuff they're doing over there. Yeah. Anything else? We get oh, it? Yeah. If you, uh, like me, one of our uh, partners and sponsors here at com. you hit the links and uh, you're not really good at it because I'm not good at it, but it's a good time, you know, to be out with your buddies and enjoying nature and uh, whacking. I don't uh, use white golf balls. I use like the neon like, pink or orange ones just so I can see them better because sometimes I, I'll hit them right in the woods, just straight up in the woods. But you can hit them in the woods, too, and look great with some Shanket Golf apparel. And you use the code GBWPODS to save yourself 15% off your uh, order at ShanketGolf.com. They've got some new hats dropping, uh, new accessories, things like that. I'm I'm looking forward to getting uh, another order of hats and things in from them because they're very comfortable, very light. It's great for golfing. And now I think I said it on the the year of Duke and Rogue. If you're going to go out there, you're going to go golfing. 
Right, you're going to clear the front nine, then you're going to hit that back nine. Oh yeah, you're going to need energy, right? Like I said on, like I said on the Year of Duke Road podcast, ain't nobody, no man out there is going out and crushing eighteen holes without a little energy in the morning. I know that. That's a true statement. And when you need energy, you go to Rogue Energy. The flavors are great, right? You're going to enjoy the flavors. I again, Rocket Pop. That's kind of my go-to, man. That's kind of my, I love the rock pop. Really a big fan of the black cherry. Kiwi strawberry is good. Molly loves the blood orange. A lot of great flavors. That's the one thing I love about them, probably more than anything else. Uh, I mean, outside of the fact that you're not going to have that energy crash. I love that about uh, Rogue Energy. You're not going to have that energy crash. You're going to enjoy, you're going to be up, you're going to be ready to go. You're going to be able to crush 18 holes, right? You're out there getting your pars, your birdies, your eagles, your bogeys, your double bogeys. Uh, you're going to do, you'll stay out of the sand trap, right? That's not a guarantee, but I'm just telling you, you drink Rogue Energy before you get on the, out there on the greens. You're staying out of the sand track, no hazards. You're, you're probably at least getting par, right? Probably a par on a Rogue Energy. But when you go there, try Rocket Pop. I'm just going to say that right now. Just try the Rocket Pop, Black Cherry, the Kiwi Strawberry. Those are my favorites. I've tried them all. Right? The Skittles Hydration is actually pretty, pretty tasty, too. It's just good. Just good. Actually, I don't think it's Skittles. I think it's just called Rainbow Candy. I think there might be a thing there. Uh, but anyways, at checkout, you enter promo code GBWPOD. You're going to save yourself a little money, and you're going you're gonna to feel good, right? You're not going to be drinking that, that those monsters, right? You get that monster feeling. Nobody likes the monster feeling. The Red Bull, right? You get that gut rot feeling. You don't get that with, with Rogue Energy. But just good, solid, clean energy fun. You need to crush 18 holes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So with that, Al, put a bow on this bad boy, my buddy Tropical. Anything else you want to say before we part? I think we've covered it. I think I think we have to. Good, good on you and good on me. And with that, everybody, thank you very much for taking the time to hang out with us. Let's do us talk some things. Get some people off the lawn. <laughs> Be good to one another. Take care of one another. Support one another. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs>